Hi there. Welcome to the Health Analytic Insights Podcast. This podcast is all about creating a community of like-minded individuals who are passionate about the field of health analytics. I hope to share information and advice in topics such as health informatics, digital health, biomedical engineering, and data visualization in healthcare. And in exchange, I would love to hear from you, dear listener, about your experience and interest in this field. You can drop me a line at healthanalyticinsights at gmail.com. And this email, along with any references discussed during this podcast, will be listed in the show notes below. If this resonates with you, don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast, as I'll be uploading new episodes bi-weekly. This episode of the Health Analytic Insights podcast was inspired when I was reading this post on Reddit. And basically, the individual was looking to find a way to transition from a career in nursing into health informatics. And this resonated with me because as someone who was completely new to the field, didn't have a clinical background or an IT background, but was able to find a position in health informatics, this took me a really long time. And I wanted to share some alternative tips to just applying online to Indeed and LinkedIn that might help you to get your foot in the door if you have zero experience in the field of health informatics. So the main thesis of this person's post on Reddit was how the heck do you practice skills in health informatics if you don't have any job experience and how do you get your foot in the door? So of course having an internship or job experience is the gold standard when it comes to getting a job in health informatics. But when you are a graduate student and you see an entry-level position requiring three to five years of experience, you know, it's hard not to rage quit right away. It can feel like a catch-22. You need the job to get experience, you need the experience to get the job, and so on and so on. Oftentimes, companies are looking for mid-level employees, but sometimes people will take a chance on you if you can prove your worth. So I want to share in this episode unconventional ways to build your network and develop your skills without job experience and get your foot in the door to a position in health informatics. So my first tip is to really build your data portfolio. Having projects that you could link to on your resume, whether it's you know using GitHub to link to these data projects that you've built, can show employers that you take initiative and that you have the skills even if you don't have job experience. So how can you build up your data portfolio? One option might be through Kaggle competitions. So Kaggle competitions are a great way to bolster your data science skills by practicing with messy data sets. You can compete in a team or individually, and you can even win money if you have the winning solution. So not just you know applying to any Kaggle competition, there are some Kaggle competitions which have a health focus, and this could be really relevant to a career in health informatics. For instance, there has been one Kaggle competition where two groups, the Radiological Society of North America, teamed up with the Society of Thoracic Radiology to carry out a project where an individual was tasked with improving the use of machine learning algorithms in a diagnosis of pulmonary embolism. So the purpose of this competition was to reduce human delays and errors in detection and treatment. And with 60,000 to 100,000 pulmonary embolism deaths annually in the United States, it can be among the most fatal cardiovascular diseases. So it's really important to have timely and accurate diagnosis to 
help patients receive the best care and improve outcomes. So again, this is a, a great competition with a health focus where you could really um, showcase your skills and the skills of your team by linking any code that you might use in this project um, through your GitHub account and then having this on your resume, you can walk employers through your workflow, what steps you decided, what data cleansing methods you decided to do and so on. And this will show that you have an analytic mindset and this will be very valuable. So along the same veins, you could also attend a hackathon with, again, a health focus. So I attended a hackathon called Hacking Health and this hackathon consisted of a series of workshops. So it wasn't just one event where you met people on that night and then went out and did the hacking project. Now this um, hackathon actually had a series of events and workshops that was linked to the main event. And throughout these workshops, I was able to build my network, which is really key. Um, I think it's not really advertised enough that of course, you know, applying to LinkedIn, Monster Indeed, these are all necessary steps, especially if you're a new grad, but a lot of people get jobs through their network. And I think that's when you're starting off early in your career, Building up your network is really valuable when it comes to your future and how you can get jobs in the future. You might not have a huge network when you just start graduating, but taking the steps to building your network is really key. And so going to this hackathon allowed me to interact with a variety of people from doctors, software developers, and this skill is really important, especially if you want to work in the hospital in the health informatics space, you have to interact with people from a variety of backgrounds. So having the ability to interact and work with people from varying backgrounds through hackathons is also a valuable tool when getting your foot in the door. So when it came to the actual main event of the hackathon, me and my team that I worked with, again, they had a varying backgrounds. We were working on developing an app which would help clinicians to be able to talk about mental health struggles. And through developing this app, we had to develop lots of our skills when it came to communication because we had to pitch to potential investors, we had to pitch our product, and we also had to work under time restrictions. So we really had to make sure that we were playing to our individual strengths. And again, this was a great way for me to build my network. Another unconventional tip when it comes to getting a job in the health informatics space is write in your own blog, specifically focus on health informatics topics. You never know who's watching, and this can really showcase your desire and passion to work in the field of health informatics. I recently watched a webinar put on by the Healthcare Information and Management System Society, or HIMSS for short, and it was a panel from three young people who were early on in their career in health informatics, and they were providing advice to people on how they broke into the field. One of the panelists talked about the blog that he wrote about in health informatics, and so he had his background in pharmacy and he wanted to get into health informatics, so he would often write in this blog, and this actually got him noticed from a recruiter. And from there, he was able to get an interview, which is half the battle. So again, although I'm not saying that applying to online sites, you should just give away, give that away and not do that. That is important. But I think if you're trying to stand out from the masses, by getting out there and kind of controlling the narrative through your own blog, showcasing that you're interested in health informatics topics such as telemedicine, cybersecurity, shows that you're actually passionate about this field and it can increase employers' chances in giving you that first shot getting your foot in the door. If nothing else, starting your own blog 
can be a welcome distraction when it comes to just throwing your resume into that black void and you're just waiting, waiting, waiting. Having your own blog allows you to kind of control the narrative, allows you to continue to learn about the field, even if you can't get job experience right away. So I really suggest, you know, starting your own blog, starting your own YouTube channel, because you never know who's watching. And again, it's a good way to build your credibility in the field of health informatics. Another unconventional tip, if you know, if you're really looking for a data project to build up your portfolio, consider freelancing. So going on Upwork, TopTool, Freelancer.ca, or Fiverr, and look for jobs in health informatics, biostatistics, health analytics, or anything that falls under this field. And this might be a great way to get some real data, have someone take a chance on you, and potentially if you do a good job, your client might be able to refer you to other people in their network. You might even be able to transition from a freelancing position to a full-time job. And if nothing else, it allows you to have some type of project experience on your resume to speak to employers. In addition, I talked about the Reddit post that kind of inspired this discussion in this podcast episode. And the person who was looking to break into the health informatics space actually had a clinical background. She was a nurse. Um, so I suggested to her that she could reach out to people in the IT department, see what type of projects they are looking for, see what type of skills they require. I know when I was applying to a lot of health informatics positions, some of the main skills that I saw were the knowledge of SQL, understanding biostatistical concepts. And this was really helpful for me because it allowed me to do my own solar preparation. So I was able to go through courses that were directly related to the job skills that I was looking for. And so in that situation, that person who has that clinical knowledge is really valuable. Her going to the IT department and asking them, what projects do you guys work on? What skills do you require? I think it's really beneficial because I think most organizations want to hire in-house. So if you want to make that transition and you already have that clinical background, I would, con- I would consider going to your IT department or business intelligence department and see what they can do to help you get your foot in the door into the health informatics space. So these are three unconventional tips that I would suggest to someone who's trying to break into the health informatics space with zero experience. And they are build up your data portfolio through applying to Kaggle competitions, hackathons, or any events that have that intersection between data analytics and clinical space. The second thing would be to write in your own blog about health informatics. Try and learn as much about the field as possible. After all, you never know who's watching, and this could help to build up your network and build up your credibility in the field. Lastly, try and look for any freelancing projects where you can get your hands on some real data and, again, build your network through showcasing your skills that you might have learned through online courses, boot camps, etc. All in all, it is not easy to get a job, especially your first job in health informatics. It's a fairly new field, and it takes a lot of patience and continued practice and work to really get a job in this field. And for those of you who are new in the career of health informatics, drop me a line at healthanalytics at gmail.com. I would love to hear your experience of how you broke into the field. It'd be great to have a guest on the show who transitioned from nursing to health informatics. It'd be great to hear the different perspectives so we can add value to this conversation. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a wonderful day.